It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Oh, God! Nobody! Nobody's ever... What? Nobody's ever done that! A podcast focusing on AEW. Two! No! That doesn't mean our hosts won't go down rabbit holes and end up talking about other promotions. Let's, let's rewind because I like to go down rabbit holes. But they try to keep focused on AEW. I told you, we can't go down rabbit holes. Join Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, and Paul Zartman. I don't have control, do I? As they recap this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. If we went off matches here, I'd be champion. If, if some bucks were candy nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. Don't forget to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your other podcast and if you're listening on apple podcast be sure to give the kicking out podcast that five star rating these boys want to be five star kop don't forget to check out kickingoutshop.com it's your place to go for great merchandise from the kicking out podcast that way you can support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so get that dude some pants this is the first boys a rabbit hole in the closing and now let's get right into it it's another episode of the kicking out podcast It is Wednesday night. It's July 12th, 2023. The Kicking Out Podcast is streaming live on the Kicking Out Podcast YouTube channel and on our Twitter page. Follow us at Kicking Out Pod on all social media platforms if you haven't already. And most importantly, click that subscribe button on YouTube. Click the notification bell so you get notified whenever we are recording a new episode. And of course, if you're listening on our on your favorite audio podcast platform that is a mouthful tonight (laughs) uh hit that subscribe button hit that five star rating give us a review we really appreciate it with all that said i'm out of breath i'm tanner lee one of my co-hosts paul zartman is with me tonight and the other one austin shepherd will be joining us momentarily paul how we doing tonight uh it's wednesday night had a great episode of um dynamite and uh, i'm ready to the podcast so trimmed up the beard a little bit too, so you can't call me, you know, roadkill as easily tonight. It looks a little bit different. Well, I'm uh, fired up, ready to talk uh, a lot of wrestling, particularly AEW tonight. And it looks like we have one of our f- our loyal viewers and listeners, Majin's in the house tonight. He says, "Of course, buy their merch, you marks." Yes. Where can, where can they buy our merch, Paul? Kickingoutshop.com. Yes, Majin, that was a good sell. You get the uh, thank you very much, sir. Get the gold star tonight. Uh, gold star, you are one star, Majin. Keep it up, you'll be five star before you know it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, well, like we, I said in the intro, as my dog wants to chime in as well. Uh, as I said in the intro, Austin Shepard, our other co-host, will be joining us here uh, sometime momentarily tonight uh he's uh, a little behind catching up on the episode but that's all good uh but we can go ahead with uh one of our opening segments i can answer the question and then you can re-ask shep later on so paul I'll hand it over to you what are we drinking tonight well i'm boring uh, once again this week but i did change it up a little bit the uh, mountains are blue once again this week so i got coors light but i'm going with a tall boy tonight so I'm going with the 16 ouncer, not the not the 12 ouncer tonight. So a little different. Okay. How about you? Right, I'm Mountain Dew. Standard. Do the do. And Majin's drinking a Molson Canadian. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. 
Well, why we are waiting for Shep, um, I know we are a AW podcast created by AEW fans for AEW fans, but we do occasionally talk about other promotions, and I like to dabble with your guys' pro wrestling knowledge for time to time. So I got a challenge for you, Paul, if you're up for it before Shep joins us. Oh, great. Let's see how bad I can fail this. You want to do a quiz? Sure. I'm going to quiz you on former, well, not former. Can you name all the WWE champions? History. No, I cannot. <laughs> Let me see if I can get this to work here. I'm going to try to share screen. Hopefully everybody can see that. And so, Paul, I'm going to hit this timer, and you have eight minutes to complete this. You will give Oof. me the answer. I'll type it in. We'll see if it's right or wrong. You, you game for this? Uh, I'm going to fail this miserably. I got 43 out of 54 right when I did it. So I got 80%. All we'll, right. We'll see how you do, and then we'll quiz you up, too, when he joins late, later on. We'll, we'll do that towards the end of the show. But, all right, uh, timer starts now. I don't know. <laughs> um, man, 1963, that is... Well, you don't have to go in order, Paul. You can just name it. I, I, I type it in. I, it fills it in. The Rock. Yes. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. The Undertaker. Yep. Um, Triple H. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, I'm not cheating. I promise you. Um, I know you're not working at the same time. Um, let's see here. Uh, Randy Orton. Yep. John Cena. Yep. Uh, Roman Reigns, obviously. Yep. Um, Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um, man, is Universal counted in this? Uh, oh, thanks. Thanks for the tip. Majin there. said if you were cheating, you'd be giving names much faster with a laughing emoji. <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Uh, let's see here. Who else do we got? Um Man, I can see a lot of people and can't think of any names right now. This is this is thanks for putting me on the spot. You're here. welcome. Oh, um, Mick Foley. Yep. Um, you have ten out of fifty four so far with six minutes left. <laughs> thanks for the reminder. You're welcome. Uh, I'm letting the audio listeners know since they can't uh-huh. view it. Yeah, 10 out of 54, 550 left. Um, Just start throwing out names, dude. Hogan. Yep. I was wondering. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> Booker T. No. Oh, all right. Uh, Kurt Angle. Yep. Brock Lesnar. Yep. Rey Mysterio. Junior. Yes. Um, 
Chris Jericho. Yep. Eddie Guerrero. Yep. They're all right there in the road, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tell when I watched the most, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Batista. Yes, sir. This is probably wrong. Ted DiBiase. Yes. Oh, hey, look at that. I got one that I didn't think I'd get. Well, oh, I thought you did, but now I'm not. Oh, there yeah, it is. It's like, yeah, it's it's a weird spot. Um, well, DiBiase bought it, if you remember correctly. He never won yeah. it. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Um, Bradshaw, JBL. Yep. Mark Henry. No. No. He won um, the world title. That's right. Kofi Kingston. Good Lord. How am I forgetting Kofi? Yes. Jeez. How could I forget Kofi? Everybody loves Kofi. <laughs> the Miz. There's your boy. Yep. Edge. Yep. Christian he, won the world heavyweight, didn't he? He didn't win the WWE. Correct. Okay. See? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got the early 2000s covered. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Yes. Uh, I'm glad you typed in Hardy, so it would have gave me either one if Matt would have been. I didn't think you're, Matt had been. You're but, welcome. Uh, I'm trying to Matt, go through. Matt the was the ECW the, champion. Yes. I'm trying to go through the money in the bank winners. Rollins. Mm-hmm. Balor. No. I didn't think so, but you know. Oh man. I'm looking at this list and I'm like, I know I'm forgetting people, but I can't think of who I'm forgetting. Um You're gonna kick yourself on some of these. Roads. No. I didn't think so, because that's the whole storyline with Cody. <laughs> right, right. But you never know, maybe Dustin <laughs> won one that I was unaware of. Yeah. Um Big show. I don't think that that's not. Yeah, right. it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, no, he, okay. in 99, he, he held it for a brief stunt. Uh, and again, in like, oh, three or four. Okay. Which they don't credit him for. So see. Right. <laughs> because it's, it's when they first won it. Oh, first won it. Man. Yeah. Oof. Mm. That's, yeah, mm. that's, that's. Um, Owen Hart. I don't think Owen won one, did he? No. And, and what it would have done when I typed in Hart earlier, Hart, it would have, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I'm going to kick myself. I've got two minutes, just over two minutes left. Twenty four out of fifty four. Wow, what'd you get? I got uh, forty three. Oh well, you're going to do better than me unless I can start pulling names out of my. Rear. You might be able to just start throwing uh, names out. I'll type as fast as I can. Yeah, Kane. There you go. Uh, the big red machine, not the blue one. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about him later. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, man, uh, Razor Ramon. No. Um, Kevin Nash. Yes. Okay. I don't feel as bad now. I got that <laughs> one. 
I know there, there's there's a couple big ones. You're really gonna kick yourself. Yeah, I know. I you put me on the spot. I don't uh, do well with tests. I'm, I'm gonna give you a hint for a couple big legends. Yeah, let's go through that list of people, shall we? That I haven't named off already. Again, I watched in the early 2000s mainly. Oh, I know, um, I know. I got Eddie. I got Ray. Chavo didn't win it, and you typed in Guerrero, so it would have popped up with Chavo if he did. Um, Biggie. Biggie did. Yes, good one. Good All point. right. Xavier never did. Um, God, I know. As soon as you start populating these, I'm going to be like, "Oh, Vince didn't win it, did he?" Yes, he did. Ninety nine. Oh, okay. Ooh. Uh, see, I wasn't watching as much then. Um. Man, I can see names and I can't put faces to names right now because you've got me stressed out. Uh, got Kurt, got John, uh, Jericho, Lesnar, Eddie, JB. Ten seconds. Yeah, I know. And I'm I'm staring at faces right now and I am failing this. 28 out of 54. We got Buddy Rogers, uh, Bruno San Martino. Oh. Yvonne Koloff, Pedro Morales, Stan Stasiak, Super Billy Graham, Bob Backlund, Iron Sheik, Andre the Giant, Macho Man Randy Savage, The Ultimate Warrior, Warrior Sergeant Slaughter, Sergeant Slaughter, Rick freaking Rick Flair. Flair. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I, I was thinking more world heavyweight for Flair. Yoko Zuna. So come to mind. Sid, Rob, Van, Dam, Sheamus, yeah, CM Punk. I've known those two, yeah. Alberto Del Rio, Del Rio Daniel, Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Jinder Mahal, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. See, I forgot Bray won it. I was sitting there thinking Bray, too, and I'm like, no, he didn't win it. That was the Universal. Well, you got an F, but you got more than half. So, 57%. Yeah. And don't worry, we'll see how Shep does later on. Later on <laughs> Hopefully worse than me. <laughs> we will we will uh, see we will yeah. see but uh, that was right, fun to, gotta... that was fun to uh pass the time by a little bit before we get into talking dynamite yeah yeah oh hey look who's here <laughs> hey hey chef's turn to do this now we, we will let him go at the end of the show so oh oh <laughs> man <laughs> I just gave Paul a quiz. Uh, he had eight minutes to name all 54 WWE champions in history. He got 27 correct. Eight. 28, 28 correct. Eight. Excuse me. Don't take I, that from me. I, I got 43 correct. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Let's get – you're talking WWE or slash WWF, WWWF. Like, how far are we going back? It, it goes all the way back to 63. Yeah, sixty three to present yeah. day. Well, we'll 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 let Shep do that at the end of the show. So it yeah, takes you eight already minutes, gave so. him a heads up, and now he's going to sit there and think throughout the show about what happened. Jeez, that's true. <sighs> that's true. You know what? Let's just do it right now. Let's just I good. We'll we'll do it right now. I'll share the screen again, and we'll get out of the way, and then we'll have tons of dynamite to talk about. So. <laughs> All right, have I'm fun, Shep. Up here. Let me pull it up here, then I'll start the timer if my mouse cooperates. Come on, mouse. 
right. Mm-hmm. All right, Shep. So I got it right here for you on the screen. And when you're ready, let me know, and I will hit the timer. You give me the person I type it in. I'll type as fast as I can. So. Yeah, and you don't have to go in order. He waited, you, you know, you two don't. minutes to tell me that. <laughs> you don't. Um, you ready? All right, hold on, hold on. So so we're talking when the WWF started in 63. Now, when did they split from the NWA? Hey, you're just going to have to start guessing. Well, I mean, is it an NWA champion? No, 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 no NWA champions on there. It's WWF, WWF, WWE. I, I th- I'll, I'll give you this, Shep. I threw out Dusty. He did not come up. No. No, 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 no. Dusty was only NWA only. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's not NWA. You ready to rock? Hold on. Uh, no cheating, cheating here. No cheating here. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my bearings here. I mean, I'm late to the podcast. I've had a hell of a two days. You have. I just yes, you have. This shit at me. Okay. Um, uh, when you're ready, let me let me know. I'll click play quiz and we'll, we'll start firing this up. All right, let's go. Let's go. Hogan. Yep. Flair. Paul missed that one. <laughs> Rock. Yes. Stone Cold. Yes. Triple H. Yep. Shawn Michaels. God, he's firing him off. Yep. Um, Jinder Mahal. Oh, good one. Dean uh, Ambrose. Just a second. Ambrose Mahal. Uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, no. Oh, he, was, <laughs> he was universal. Damn it. You're right. He's universal. Um, Roman Reigns. Yes. Um, yeah, that threw that threw me off major. Bob Black, Bob Backlund. Um, God, I can't type. Yep. Kevin Nash. Yep. Um, Macho Man. Another one, Paul missed. Warrior. Shut it. Another one, Paul missed. Shut it. Um, I I don't do well at tests. Uh, Paul Orndorff. No. Uh, Giant. Andre. Um, Why can I? What the hell? I feel yes. like I'm better for Paul. There we go. Uh, San Mar- Bruno San Martino. Shut it, Tanner. Um, wow. Uh, Buddy Rogers. Are you getting some? I didn't. Uh, no. Nobody Rogers. All right. Uh, so spelled it wrong. Let me make sure. I... Bret Hart. Yep. Um, good Lord. Uh, we already had Michaels. Uh, uh, all right. I need to calm down here for a minute. Um, you got six minutes. You got plenty of time. You're 16 yeah. out of 54 so far. You um, only have to get nine or 13 more and you'll beat me. Jiminy. Uh, Christmas. Um, why am I drawing a blank? It's tough. These are tough when you're on hey, the spot. I nailed the entire early 2000s. You did. I'm proud of myself. You did. Yeah, you did. Good, good for you. Um, Randy Orton. Yes. Yeah, Lord, where did that come from? Um, uh, did I already say Seth Rollins? No, you did not. Seth Rollins. Um. Finn Balor. 
Nope. No, that was Universal. I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H. You already said him. I did. Yeah. Um, Mankind. Yep. Or Mick Foley. Undertaker. Yep. Um, try, uh, Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did I say Stone Cold? I take it. I can't. I can't. See yes, it. you did. Yes, you did. All right. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I can't make it bigger for some reason. No, that's fine. Um, good Lord. Well, you guys just threw me under the mat. Hold on, I'm getting thirsty. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, da, 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 da. You don't have many from 2000 to 2001, so just to let you know. 2000 to 2001, there was a lot of title changes, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Good Lord. Uh, Rob Van Dam? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy? Yep. Uh, I said Taker. Um, Edge? Yep. Um, Take your time. CM Punk. CM Punk, yes. Um, uh, Brock Lesnar. Yes. Uh, uh, man, now, now I'm getting a blank here. Uh, <laughs> junkyard Dog. No. That was, I mean, that was, he should have. He should have. Um, Big John Stud. I'm trying to go back old school here. No, no. Uh, Jimmy Fly Snooker. No, you never won it. Um. Oh, jeez. You're missing a couple big boys that are, you're going to kick yourself. Yeah, I, I trust can, me, I did the same. I can imagine a couple of the big people I'm missing here. Um, I already said uh, Owen Hart. No, he never won one. No, he never won one. No, British Bulldog never won one. I'm just glad Shep and I are guessing some of the same names. Um, weren't champion. I mean, did you have time to study for this, Paul? No. Uh, he said, oh, by the way, we're doing this. And I'm like, <laughs> it was the same quiz I sent you guys earlier. Uh, and then and work can... called me. So I'm like trying to multitask while taking a quiz. Jeez. Um, Batista. There you go. Good Lord. Uh, Shep is at 22 minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes left. How the hell did I forget Batista? John Cena. Yeah, I was waiting on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was almost as bad as Ric Flair. Yeah, shut it. Um, <laughs> god, that that was that would been embarrassing. Uh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Paul. Um, Undertaker, Mankind. I said those. Am I tied with Paul right now? You one away from tying him. 
Yeah. Uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. 57 champions. Good Lord, you threw me on the spot. Um, uh, JBL. Yes. We are tied. You have one minute left. 28 out of 54. Eddie Guerrero. There you go. Chris Benoit. No, he was a world. Oh. Uh, Chris Jarrett. See, that got me through. Yep. (sighs) The Ocho. Um, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was that era. Kurt Angle. There you go. I was waiting for that one. Um, Artie said Edge. Christian, no, thank you. Um, 31 out of 54, 30 seconds left. I'm still going to kick my ass on missing some of these, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, get that era. Uh, good Lord. Hell, didn't didn't we do this during the – I should know this, the WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> oh. Oh, Five. Man. Four, three, two, one. 31 out of 54, Shep. Yeah. All right. Oh, I should count 32 because Buddy Rogers, I must have spelled wrong because it didn't take him when I typed him in. So, All Buddy right. Rogers, Yvonne Koloff, Pedro Morales, Stan Stasiak, Superstar Billy Graham, Iron Sheik, Sergeant Slaughter, Yokozuno, Sid, Kane. Vince McMahon, Big Show, Sheamus, The Miz, Rey Mysterio, Alberto Del Rio, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Kofi Kingston, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Big E. That's pathetic. <laughs> I got more of the new or newer wrestlers than you did, and you got more of the old school than I did. I, swear, I said Buddy Rogers, right? You did. You uh, did. So yeah, my stupid. I spelled it wrong. I spelled it with a D G. So that's my fault. That's my fault. All right, that makes me feel a tad bit better about myself. Yep, yep. Uh, I don't, because I was thinking of Flair as being a world champion and missed Flair. Well, I think you had to throw throw those world champions out there. Like, like you know, uh, Balor held gold. I know that was back in the Universal State, mm-hmm. but... First ever Universal champion. Yeah. To, <sighs> I forgot we got the dual belts. Marty McSworley. That's why he's Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I expect you guys to give me back one of these weeks because it's a fun website I came across called Sporkle. They got quizzes on everything. So, do you know why he wanted to do that, right, Shep? Uh, sure. So he could show Vince that he's better than the other two people on this podcast. He's better than you. Baby. <laughs> yep. Hey, SmackDown got their highest viewership in years. It's about time you did something right after yep. Vince stopped throwing your script out. Yep. Good job, Snyder. Oh, man. Would it be a team player there? Yep. That's right. I mean, you, you walked in there and he said, that's some good shit, Tanner. <laughs> you about made him lose his drink. That's great. Almost did. Oh, all right. All right. So have you guys even started the episode yet? No, we, no. Were, we were milking it to give you time. Okay. Fair <laughs> All right. So we ready to dive into this? I want to know what Shep's drinking tonight real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Shep, um, what are you drinking tonight? Well, we're going with the goat of all seltzers. I think I've had this before. 
Pineapple Nooner. Pineapple Nooner, it's just so good. They, they go down so smooth. But only reason is, is because I had to pace myself on the L bubbly. So we have a backup, which is, she's plum full if you can see the top. Yes. Yes. She's plum full. Got the good ice, it looks like, too. And I'm still waiting on at least a free t-shirt kettle. <laughs> Free t-shirt, how or whatever. I don't. I really need to tag them this week. I keep saying I'm going to. I need tag them in. I'll I'll wear a shirt, a hat, a fanny pack, whatever. Uh, Trust me, I'm I'm a big supporter of you guys. I I I make sure there's some in the house at (laughs) all times, if not more. So, all right, right. (laughs) let's do this, shall we? Let's do it. We start off with a weird opener. No Orange Cassidy to start off the show tonight. Instead, we get Chris Jericho versus Commander. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed out of all the matches, this was going to be the opener. No, no. I I figured we were getting Orange Cassidy to kick mm-hmm. off the show, but we got this instead, which means we got to see uh, Aubrey Edwards right off the bat because she is now Jericho's ref. Um, towards the end of the match, Commander delivers a super kick and a chop, then goes flying once more. Jericho counters into the Lion Tamer. Commander taps. Jericho wins. Good opener. Jericho always it does was. good with Lucha Libre, Lucha, with Luchadors, yes. I should say. Um, it's just a style that fits him well. He can counter it well. Uh, Commander's smooth. The guy works the ropes with high spots better about anybody in professional wrestling. Jericho had some really good counters tonight, uh, made the walls or the line saber. I get those two confused the way he does it, but uh, um, I'll, I'll, call it the, the, I'll call it the line tamer the way he bent it tonight. Uh, yeah. man, man, he made that look real. Um, but good stuff, good stuff. Jericho needed to win, and uh, Commander did not look weak at all. So. It, it was no. it me, and, and, and maybe it was because I was – I wasn't fast forwarding, but I was hurrying along. Sure. I thought Commander had a lot of I wouldn't call them botches, but they weren't smooth. They were they were almost They weren't smooth. as smooth as normal, yeah. Yes. Some of his flips, some of his kicks, I thought and I, I'm not trying to be negative. Let me be the light guy to the show and be the Debbie Downer. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I thought like when 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 Commander works with a guy like uh, Vikingo or Gringo Loco right. or Penta or whoever. Another luchador, I feel like it's more intertwined. It's more fluid. It's more. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, How'd that go again, Shep? <laughs> uh, you know, like when he did his rope walk to the, from one side of the ring to the other and he did his big old flop, like he hit Jericho's arm. He didn't hit Jericho. Just little stuff like that. Other mm-hmm. than that, I think the guy's super talented, mm-hmm. super athletic, super entertaining um, for a high spot guy. Just I don't know if a fifty-four year old or however the hell Jericho is. I, I just don't know if that's the correct opponent. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, after the match. 
Don Callis's music hits and he makes his way down to the ring. Callis congratulates Jericho on his win. Ask him if he saw the ratings on their segment last week. Reminds Jericho of their past. Throws it to a video of their time on the independent scene in um, Canada where we see Bad News Allen. Callis with hair. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, afterwards, Jericho says he remembers what year it was from and jokes about still having his hair. Uh, he recalls being told by their mentor, Bad News Alan, to always stick with Callis, and Callis says they failed to do so. He says Alan must be smiling down at the possibility of them reuniting and tells them he already knows what to do in his heart. Yeah, Callis does have music now. It's it's barely anything, but... Uh, yeah. I saw somebody reference it as um, sounds like the air conditioner running in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, he came out. I like how they're starting to throw back to old footage like they did tonight. And if, if Jericho knew that was coming, he sold his reaction pretty good because yeah. it sure looked like to me like that, those are all emotions him seeing that video tonight that he didn't expect that um i will say i thought the crowd was good tonight but i thought they were pretty flat in the opener and even in this segment callus didn't get the heat he usually does in this segment later on he did right but yeah not, oh, not in this the, segment you mean for the main event that was awful and i'm not talking the wrestling match <laughs> we'll get there okay yes uh, we then head over to uh, a video of Hook blindsiding Jack Perry in his car and head to break. Uh, we come back from break, head backstage to uh, see. Can we, can we talk about that real quick? The, the hook, <sighs> hook Jack Perry. I mean, it's three weeks in a row. They've kind of done something similar, uh, but I had a laugh. Jack struggled with the child locks, as they said. Yes. Hook had no problem, but Hook smacked his head pretty good Pretty getting good. out of the car. I think he rattled himself a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, we know this is going to lead to a, some sort of match. I would love to see a hair versus hair match between these Ooh. guys. Oh, yeah. And and especially if Hook was to lose, and then he could come out with a towel over his head like his dad the next week. That guy would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I could see this having one or two matches leading into uh, all in, all out having a a cage match a first blood match yeah some type of that where it gets you know and, and maybe there you go maybe maybe have a hair versus hair match and it still continues and they come out on a pay-per-view and he's wearing a towel over his head but he's also wearing a black and orange singlet yes yes the only person his dad would be approve of wearing orange would right. be him i think and mm-hmm. so I, I want to know who's driving Jack around. Is it is it is it Anna J? You think? <laughs> no, it's a guy. I would like to see Anna J get involved in this storyline, though. To be honest, I mean, Jack brought her up. It would only right, make sense. Right. He can right. use a valet. He mm-hmm. will, mm-hmm. He's going to be the heel. He can use a valet. Yep. 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 All right. Now, now can now, we now you can the, move on. Yes. Uh, all right. All right. I was trying to just skim past that, but, eh, you know, Tanner's got to bring us back. Mm-hmm. Uh, back from break, we see Renee, as usual, because AEW equals Renee. Uh, and catching she's up awesome. With, yes. 
uh, catching up with uh, Don Callis. Callis says he will personally be announcing the fifth member of uh, Blackpool Combat Club's team at Blood and Guts. Renee asks if he's afraid of being vulnerable, given that he'll be in the ring alone. And Callis says he isn't afraid of Kenny Omega. And the only thing I could look at during this promo is the scar on Callis' head. Oh, man, that just seems like it's getting oh. darker and darker every week. Well, no, 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 it's getting brighter and brighter. I think yeah. it's more red every week. Yeah. Well, I meant a darker red, sorry. They, they might have to put makeup. They have to. They have to, don't they? They I mean, emphasize that scar. Yeah. They want you to mm-hmm. remember that the BCC yeah. caused that. Yeah. Yeah. The All BCC, right. Yeah, the BCC caused it, but yet he's BCC now. Because he bled with them. Yeah. Remember, you got to bleed together. So, but see here, this is the problem. Then uh, why aren't Kenny and Hangman both BCC? Yeah. Can't have the whole roster. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see who else. Uh, 10. Yeah, quite a few. Well, formerly known as 10, Preston Vance. All right. We head over to another video package. This one is of uh, MJF and Adam Cole bonding at a hotel bar. MJF asks where they're going after. Cole has an idea that MJF is not impressed with. The two end up back in one of their rooms playing AEW Fight for Forever. Nice product placement. I love this whole thing. I thought this was great. Uh, I enjoyed all. I mean, you got MJF taking on four girls for himself because Adam Cole's yeah. like, no, I'm good. You know, I got Brit. And and then he, MJF wants him to wear the better than you baby shirt. Adam's like, I admit, I didn't lose it like I told you it did, but I'll wear it if we do one thing. And MJF's like, what? What's that? Adam Cole whispers in the ear. He's like, what the? <laughs> and then they're playing fight forever and, and MGF's having a good time, and they beat FTR for the tag titles. And Adam Cole tells him, you know, you're pretty cool, Max. Max like, do you really mean that? And everybody's loving it. Twitter's loving it. The crowd's loving yeah. it. We're going to get our hearts broken by it, but that's what's going to make it great. Yeah. Uh, remember, you know, MJF's never played a multiplayer game before. <laughs> uh, Got to I have friends for that. I thought it was awesome. It was. Uh, now we go ringside for match two of the night. I mean, we're this far into the show and only at match two. Uh, and that is uh, Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy versus JS's Sammy Guevara and Sammy Garcia. Uh, Sammy came out the face tunnel. Uh, towards the end of the match, um, let's see, where am I at? Uh, Garcia uh, locks in the Dragon Tamer on Cassidy on the outside. Prince Nana marches down to the ring, captures Garcia's attention, hands him Allen's skateboard. Allen sees what's happening on the outside. He grabs the skateboard from Garcia on the outside, allowing Swerve Strickland to blindside Allen. Guevara takes advantage of the chaos, delivers the GTH for the win. After the match, however, Garcia hops out of the ring, but Guevara shakes Allen's hand before getting out. I think it's uh, it's coming. Or it's a big swerve. No pun intended. Yeah, I thought it was I thought that was different with the with the handshake. I didn't know what they were going for there. Yeah, I think they're just trying to show respect with Sammy and Darby, and they're pushing Sammy towards the face. Like Paul said, he comes out of the face tunnel. He's starting to get better reactions from the crowd. Um, I was surprised by the result. 
I thought uh, yeah. Darby and, and Orange were going to go over, but them losing Dirty doesn't hurt them at all. And it it makes sense with how the rest of the show played out tonight. But uh, and, and, and Orange didn't take the pin. Didn't take the pin, nope. right? So he's still there. He's still okay there. Yep, and he's still undefeated individually. And and, and you know it since he's not gonna, they didn't announce it tonight for Collision. He's not going to defend the international. It will be the longest time since he became international champion that he hasn't defended. I think he's going on seventeen days right now. Um, yeah. So that's kind of surprising. But now that they're out of the tag tournament, maybe we see them defended again next week or the following week. Uh, but good win for Garcia and, and Guevara. I mean, they're in the blind eliminator finals. Um, yeah. yeah. Orange is just taking a page out of your boy's handbook there. <laughs> who's who's my boy? Your champion over there on your SmackDown show that you love so much. <laughs> I'm not even acknowledging that. Oh, you're not going to acknowledge him? Hmm. All right. Anyway, after that match, we go to a commercial break. We come back from the break and head to Renee again. We see Adam Cole pacing around behind her on the phone, uh, guessing with Britt Baker. Roderick Strong walks in, asks Cole if he's seriously starting to become friends with MJF. Cole blows off the question after he gets a text from AEW champion uh, about being sick. I like them weaving Roddy into this. Yes. the I, This was a interesting segment. I feel like it should have been placed earlier in the show. I was glad they showed him earlier watching the monitor backstage or watching the TV backstage. Um, I like them weaving in him as another layer to the story because in the back of my mind, I'm like, is he going to turn on Cole or is Cole going to turn on him? It's yeah. got me guessing a little bit. Yeah, I just watched Brian Cage walk by, and I think I've got the flu. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yep. Yes. Uh, and then we head straight into the match after the commercial break, I think. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. So that was the only thing that separated the you know 30 seconds since I have the flu to him walking out. Uh, and that is uh, the semifinals match for the Blind Eliminator Tag Tournament. Uh, better than you, Bebe takes on Brian Cage and Shep's favorite named superstar, Big Bill. Can, can I comment on him real quick before we get into the, the stupid sucker in his mouth? What, I, if, if you're from New York or New Jersey, you, you think you're a freaking East Coast asshole. You got you to have a sucker in your mouth. Is he Italian? No. His name is Big Bill. He's not eating fucking pasta primavera every night. There's the E. You're you're not in the mob. Just, just move on next. I thought he was fantastic the other night. I think he can be. And, and here's what I tweeted: He could be a monster heel in the company. Still not sure about his name. That was my tweet. No. I'm not dogging his looks or his actual physical and wrestling ability, but the stuff they make him do the the. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. And until you change his name, until you make him not think he's part of the Sopranos, then it's whatever. It's, it's, you know what? He's as dumb as Brian Cage and his stupid freaking mohawk and and Prince Nana, who is a worthless piece of you-know-what and a worthless ballet. It's so stupid. The whole gimmick is sucks. It's blah. 
Tell us how you really feel about it, Jep. That's just dumb. I, I like this team. <laughs> I don't. I, I, so, I think they should have let Brian Cage go a while ago. Uh, he he dresses like he's a uh, a middle to lightweight with his kick pads and and everything, and he is a roided out beast with a stupid mohawk and has a stupid ballet. Prince Nana, or I mean, what is this? Coming to America with freaking Eddie Murphy again, or whatever that stupid show movie was. Yeah, coming to America. Yes. Yeah. I almost did two spit takes already during this podcast. Yeah, and technically we're only like twenty minutes in since Shep joined us. Yes. But- so, serious question, Shep. Bill has what it takes to go. The name has to go. What if you had the pencil? If you were in charge of creative, what are you renaming Bill? I think you go back. To, I, I think you go back to his his name Morrissey. He he was he was effective in impact the way they booked him. Okay, and he came into AEW as Morrissey, right? Yeah, he was W W H Morrissey or W Morrissey. Okay. You, you you can drop the you can drop the initials. Just call him yep. Morrissey. That's his yep. that's his last name. But instead, you go to you let a kindergartner pick his name. <laughs> and you can't teach that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's 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 childish. I'm sorry, Tony. You had too much caffeine, cocaine, or something, and just said, "Hey, that looks good. Let's call him Big Bill. He's a big guy. His name's his name's William. Yeah, Bill." Yeah, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I, I and, and I wouldn't have liked it to begin with, but it still would have been different if he started an AW with that name. But the fact that they changed it, I, I, I just never no really reason, understood that. No reason to change it. I really never understood that. Yeah, no, and and again, I think I said this before, before I went on my little bit of a mini tirade, which I'm obviously really good at these this week. Thanks. That's, that's it's not the first one okay. you've had tonight. It's perfectly this okay. Perfectly all right. Live this week. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Where, where was I even going? Like, just just don't don't think we're just idiots and changing one week. One week he's H. Morrissey. The next week he's Big Bill. Like, Especially if they had plans to use him eventually yeah. as much as they are now you know and then like if you remember correctly he ended john moxley's reign at gcw with stokely my yep. buddy which i'm going to like stokely <laughs> and i are best friends um <laughs> like play off of that right. he was he was he wasn't big bill when he took when he affected moxley in the nope. title. he was morrissey so like play into that you, you had a hell of a story there and could have made him a monster heel at the time. Mox was a, a great face. Um, yeah, I mean, again, this is little sh- stuff like that just irks me. Yeah, but again, the guy's got the great look, great ability in the ring. Um, he's, he's he he could be really good. Just needs a little twerking. Yeah, and we're not talking Cardi B twerking. <laughs> but good good win yeah. for uh, MJF and Adam Cole even though they, they tried to hit that double clothesline but they couldn't do it so, couldn't um, do it double, double clothesline wins them the champion or wins them the, the tournament next week right Scott, Scott and 
How about how about Cole doing a little bit of the heel stuff with the eye poke and stuff? I love that. Great touch. Yep. Great touch. Yep. And tell old Mazen, yeah, I'm showing my hatred. I got a lot of hatred this week. Okay, big guy. Just, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to keep on going. It's, it's been a heck of a week for Shep. Hey, that's why I told him, hey, let it out tonight. It's all good. Yep. All right, so after the match, Cole and MJF each grab a mic. MJF asks if there are any devil worshipers in the house. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm the only one who caught it, but they started chanting Satan. Did they? I, I, I heard something, it's, but I, could, I didn't yeah, pick up what it was. I think that's what, I, that's what it sounded like to me. And I was only halfway paying attention, so I could be wrong, but that's what it sounded like to me. But uh, he calls for Cole to hit his signature pose. Cole does the Bay Bay part, or Adam Cole Bay Bay part. Uh, MJF plugs their new t-shirt. <laughs> Cole then asks who's ready for story time. Which that I'm going to go check how that's selling. Uh, probably pretty well. I mean, I haven't bought a wrestling t-shirt uh, since an FTR and Briscoe shirt, what, five months ago? Uh, yeah. The podcast shirts that we, we have. If I'm going to buy a shirt, I might buy that one. That's a, it's a good looking shirt. Well, it's it just, is. It's a great shirt. All right, you you do that, and then uh, we'll wear. We'll, we'll, if we have it, it's time, number Shep, it's number one for the week. It, yeah, it should be. It's number one and yeah. number two. CM Punk's uh, uh, jacket that's available for two weeks, and then didn't, Bullet Bullet Club Gold is third and fifth. Didn't see him. Didn't wasn't there a CMFTR shirt? Yes, that is eighth. I mean, this just shows you punk punks jackets number two, his best in the world shirts number six, and his shirt with Larry on is number seven. And then FTR is eight. Yep, CMFTR is eight. FTR is eight. So he's got four in the top eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that just I mean, everybody can say what they want about the guy. He's their biggest thing they got. Plain simple. Well, I mean, I don't know. Money right. talks. He's not as big as Big Bill. <laughs> Let's see, monthly seller. The Adam Cole MGF seller is number one for the month. Well, we're only 12 days in. I know. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, story time with Adam Cole. Uh, <laughs> Cole says he never thought that tagging with MJF would work out in his wildest dreams. He says he has high expectations to win the Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament and says they get a shot at the AEW World Tag Team Championship on July 29th if they win. Which is he collision. Both stay on, yes, if they both stay on the path they've been on, the fans are looking at the new title holders. So I was thinking about this today before the show. I think yes. it's pretty smart how they're dividing the tag team action. So FTR is going to be primarily pretty much just on collision right so we're only getting tag team title matches on collision for right now but we're getting this whole eliminator tournament on dynamite i think that's pretty smart spread the love i can get that especially if i mean if you're gonna have ftr and house of black only on collision there's trios and tag titles right there only on collision i mean where, where's the championships for dynamite well yeah if you're gonna do that, then you're you're leaving 
as of right now, you're leaving out guys like the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Whether it's with them as a tag team or you throw Kenny in there as a trios. I know. They're only going to be on Dynamite. I mean, those are your they're they're your top echelon stars, so you gotta find a way to marry those. Yeah. So far so good. So far so good, right. And, but and going into August with London and Chicago, they're going to have to be very, very open to creative decisions by Tony to make this work. Right. Well, and especially if and we were going to, I was going to hit on this later, but Fightful Sean Ross Sapp reported today, you know, that they expect a big deal to be announced soon, summer or fall, from Warner Brothers Discovery and AEW about their next TV contract. Sounds like Warner wants them to do more pay-per-views. Yeah. Which, how do you guys feel about that? Because we've already seen them add all in this year, so that's up to, what, six? Well, what? All the pay-per-views are through Bleacher Report, right? Right. but And it wasn't reported if that would change or not, if it would become part of Max or not. Um, but it's just Warner wants them to do more pay-per-views. That was the main thing today. Meaning a monthly pay-per-view like your best friend Vince. Yep. I don't know how I yeah. feel about that. Like, I liked the I like the, I, I like it spread out. So when I started watching professional wrestling back in the tape VHS days. We had WrestleMania. Oh, no, let's start the start of the year. You had Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. WrestleMania, mm-hmm. SummerSlam, mm-hmm. Survivor Series. Big four. The big four. Um, and then I think you had some premium live events in there. You had to end your houses, right? Well, you had – eventually. You had- you had the big four, and then they started the in-your-house stuff. Yeah. Um, which was basically the big premium live events, as they call them nowadays. Right. I don't mind. And and I, I guess if you look at it, is that in WWF days, that's one a quarter, the way they did it, right? Mm-hmm. One, one event a quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, then they brought the in-your-house, so that probably had the – that started the once a month or once every other month. Um. I kind of like every two months, every two to three months. I really do. Yeah. It makes it makes you do the bigger shows on cable television um, to keep the interest there. Mm-hmm. It makes you have it makes you have some great matches on cable television, like a blood and guts match next week. You know, yep. it's, instead of making a pay per view around that, correct? Margin forty nine ninety five. You're going to reward your normal viewers. Hey, look, yeah, I'm paying cable. I have I have it on television. I get it free next week. Yeah, I agree with that. I think if they do go with uh, one pay per view a month or even every other month, it's got to go to on Max, like what the WWE Network d- does now with Peacock, because I think that only makes you can't ask your fans to you can't ask them to go back what. How it was in the old days and spend fifty bucks a month? You just can't do that with all these streaming options. But I also like the point you hit on, Ship. I think I'm afraid if they go to that that model, I think your TV product on Dynamite, Rampage, Collision is going to suffer a little bit. Yeah, well, because you're going to hold you're going to hold some of those matches back for that once a month pay per view, so yep. you can get the forty nine ninety five out of me. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this, and, and that'll be really really hard 
to have a dynamite, a rampage, a collision four weeks a month, and then on a Sunday night have a pay per view. Yeah, that's a that's a bit much. It's a lot. I mean, this this week's a lot just for AEW with Dynamite, Rampage, Collision, then Battle of the Belts. I mean, we have three hours Saturday night this week. Yes. Which the Battle of the Belts stuff sucks. I thought I I loved the idea at first, but they've they, those shows have sucked. So because I mean, hey, I, I get what they're doing. They're trying to give guys that you not normally would see on the main television show a title shot. That's why we're getting what Sean Spears and Luke, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, I get it. it. Gives those guys a little bit of exposure, um, but other than that, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so now we're to the point where we head backstage and see Jake Hager in his purple hat as they enter Chris Jericho's locker room. Hager asks Jericho if he's seriously considering Callis's offer. Jericho says he doesn't know yet. Hager then takes off his beloved purple bucket hat and says, given everything they've been through together, he deserves to know Jericho's plan. He then hands Jericho his hat and walks off. I actually need a purple hat. I like like the sound of Hager tonight. He talks about, you know, how he saved Jericho and Abu Dhabi. True story. He talks about he followed Jericho to AEW and gave up his, his undefeated MMA career. True story. That was the best they've used Hager in months. Mm-hmm. Short, sweet, realistic, and, and it was. And they incorporated the purple hat. And they incorporated his love, his hat he loves. I love that hat. Yep. I'm a yeah. yeah, I I really think this is a split of of the JS. It feels like they're all going in different directions. We don't need the JS right now. No, we don't. We don't. It's it's no. it's been over. It's been a year and a half. I think it's you know it's it's time for Jericho to finally not be in a faction, even though it looks like he might be, but. Yeah. Well, well, what, what is the Don Callis family? Is it gonna be I, right now? Is he is he with the BCC or not? That is hasn't been with, established. So I think it's just him and Takeshka right now. Okay. Well, he's recruiting more members. Yeah. Well, the member he recruited now it blew it blew goats. It was a big flop. I had a feeling it was gonna be that guy or one other guy, which we'll talk about. Dumb. It makes sense with the story, but I I feel like whoever they chose for the fifth man of BCC, it wasn't going to get a big reaction, opposed to who we all knew was going to show up for the elite. Well, there's one guy they could add. True. Well, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. And he likes Annie's Bakery in Chicago. Why do I I feel like that's not the name? I'll look it up. I I feel like we butcher it every... I think it's Annie's Bakery. Uh, I haven't ordered anything from Miss Annie. Mindy's. Who? Mindy's. Mindy's. <laughs> you were thinking Annie Ann's pretzels. See, you're, you're already getting the pickle ship. Now you got to get the muffins. Whoa. Just ordered. Uh, I think I texted you guys um, last just, Thursday. Just got in in time, didn't you? Barely, I was just sitting there. I had an alarm <laughs> set, got busy, and I was like, Oh my God! Seven p.m. Eastern time. Then pickles dropped. It was seven twenty-four. I got on there and they still had stock. And I just, I just took one of each. And as soon as I placed that, I went back. I got an email like, like, hey, it's it's ending soon. 
And then there was two or three more flavors that I thought would be good, so I got a double order of those. So we're gonna have a lot of pickle reviews on the pods coming up. Yeah, I had told my wife like she saw the like she's like, "What is this online charge stuff?" I'm like, yeah, like, uh, she's like, did, "Did you spend that much on pickles?" I'm like, "Maybe, maybe." <laughs> but and, has she tried them? Um, I didn't really share a lot, Tanner. All right. Well, I, I'm thinking if you share and she likes them, then she won't care. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I did order double batches, but I mean, I feel pretty damn selfish when it comes to those pickles. I mean, if she likes, but but the problem is, if she likes them, she might want to use her use them for her charcuterie boards. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, you don't charge enough for them. Them. <laughs> Um, although I did do a, uh, I did do my first Bloody Mary last weekend with some of the Kalen Kalen um, uh, spicy, the spicy Spears. devils, Spears. I saved that juice and I made a Bloody Mary out of it. And it tastes like a Bloody Mary, but I'm going to say it was really good because of the, the pickle juice. There we go. Yes. Anyway, what were we talking about? What? Hager's uh, hat. Ooh. Hager's hat. We went, we went to Hager's hat to... To Kalen and Kalen it's rabbit hole night, baby. Yes. Yes. All right. So shall we talk about the 930 match? I Women's match. 930 match. The semifinals for the Women's Owen Hart Cup Tournament. Ruby Soho taking on Sky Blue. Uh, pretty early on into the match, Storm sends Blue into the ring steps. The ref sees it. Ejects her and Soraya from ringside. Uh, Soho continuously throws Sky Blue's knee into the uh, ring steps to just to make sure it was damaged so she had a better chance of winning. Uh, towards the end, um, we see Soho go for destination unknown. Blue escapes, looks for code blue. Soho blocks it, locks in a knee submission. Blue grabs the bottom rope. To break the hold before Soho delivers no future off the ropes for the win. It's okay. I mean, I yeah. I, I hate the 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 placement of these women's matches, just because I feel like um, Tanner's uncle Vince places them in the same spot. <laughs> So all of a sudden now Tony is just going to be like Tanner's uncle and does the same thing. So it's kind of like, okay, we know this is, this is the uh, pre-main event. So let's watch this eight, six to eight minute match and move on. Yeah. Nothing, nothing against the female talent. I think, I think they work their tail off. Who do you guys think goes over Friday, uh, Athena or Willow? Mm. Uh, if you listen to an outspoken Athena on social media, I would say Willow. I agree. But maybe that's just her trying to get a little momentum behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I think, I think Ruby and Athena, which I'm sure they have worked together – in uh, Tanner's uncle's company, um, I think those two could put on a they, those two could put on a very very entertaining twelve to fifteen minute match. I think Willow will get the win, and then but then the ultimate question is Willow or Ruby Saturday. Ruby, 
Ruby. Yeah. I think because, I think that, I think it's time it's time. Yeah. Time to give her a little bit of glory. Yeah. With or without the outcasts, it's Ruby's time. All right. And now for the main event, a match that's been what, two years in the works, basically. I was giddy for this all day long today. Oh yeah. Looking forward to Nick Wayne versus Swerve Strickland. I'm yeah, glad this was the main event and didn't open the show because I was almost afraid that's what they were going to do. I, I was too, and I was glad they had the vignette with Nick Wayne. You know, they did a really good job the last two weeks sharing with the audience yes. who Nick Wayne is, why we need to care about this guy. I mean, and there were so many times I had to remind myself tonight this kid just turned 18 last week. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, been, he's been on the independent scene for. Three years, mm-hmm. two and a half years. I mean, I've watched him for over a year and a half at GC in GCW, and I think I think when you guys invited me into this podcast, I don't know how long ago. We, Last we, March. Yeah, we we've talked about him. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. I mean he's fun. Uh, and then Darby presented him a contra- a iffy contract. As long as you do, you know, A, B, and C. You're going to be all elite. And he did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was at an independent show. I think it was at a Rev Pro show. No, not Rev Pro. Uh, Defy. Defy. Rev Pro is British. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I had a Defy show where him and at one point in time, Nick Wayne held the, the championship belt there. Yep. Overswerve. Overswerve. Um, so. But really good. It was cool. He took his time as an entrance. He soaked it all in. Looked up to the heavens at his dad. They showed his mom on camera. Then him and Swerve put on a hey, good show. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Hey, she, uh, she, she's, she's not bad to look at. Uh, he and Swerve put on a good match. I think Swerve's the best seller in AEW. That dude oh, bumps far. his ass off. You know, you, you get these superstars. It's like one a generation that outsells everybody. In WWE, you had The Rock. And I think Swerve is almost on that rock level of selling. He's really good. I mean, I, I'm a broken record on here. I, I think he's got to be AEW world champion someday. I really do. I think he's that good. Um, Man, you've been saying that since he came to the company. I have, and I'm going to stick to it until it happens because I, I think it's going to happen eventually. And, and you guys can look this up. I know he was a huge independent star and i know he was huge and involved did he ever have an nxt contract swerve yep oh yeah he was in nxt and they used him decently what what was his name i'm i'm getting it for you here um he was uh isaiah swerve scott and he was nxt north american champion he was a north american okay Mm mm-hmm he was with NXT from he was with Lucha Underground from 14 to 18, MLW 17 and 19, with WWE from 19 to 21. Then he went back to the independents and then joined AEW in 2022. Yeah, but that 19 to 21, so that 18 to 19, he had to he was with involved. He had to have some banger matches in involved. I'm sure he did. Wikipedia's just saying MLW from 17 to 19. But yeah. 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 I think he is a great talent. I like his work. Monster heel. Um, 
and then obviously you can go in the ring. Love this match. Um, this is my kind of wrestling. This is what I enjoy the most. Here, oh, yeah. The best part was, to me, the best part was the finish of how he went over Nick. It left a lot of open doors for the future. Yep. Okay? Yes, it did. Got clean finish, which I love. Um, they did not give Nick the you know the cheap win or whatever. Got the clean finish. Hey, I beat you. Let's let's carry this on. So, yeah, Swerve needed this. He's lost you know a couple matches here and there this year. Some bigger matches doesn't hurt Nick Wayne. He showed the world what he could do tonight. He looked awesome. Um, couple couple messy spots here and there. I think he was probably nervous. There was one time I know he went oh, for yeah. his jump over the ropes, and then he was going to do a flip, and his leg caught the rope a little bit. I mean, that stuff happens. So I don't even call that a botch. That's just just not as smooth as it could Party be. Um, but he looked good, and I liked at the end he he was begging for Darby's help. He was looking at Darby, and then after he snaps his elbow, he's calling for Darby to come in. But Darby didn't come in the ring then. Darby came in afterwards. So it looks like Swerve and Darby are going to continue a rivalry. But there's a lot of seeds there. I mean, I could almost see down the road, Darby and Nick Wayne, one's going to turn on the other eventually. It's going to be great. Now, mm-hmm. was he was he waving for Darby to help, or was he waving for the medical attention? It could have been medical, but the way they shot it, it looked like he was pointing in Darby's direction. Yeah. I, I was thinking the opposite. I think okay. he, he was saying, hey, you know, throw the X up. Yeah. I don't need more attention. But. Yeah. But good stuff. Yeah. All right. And now for the non-main event, main event. Um, Don Callis comes out, says he's on, going. They, they should call this what, what? the flop event, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Sorry. All right. All right. Is it because they had Don Callis in it or just because it was crap? No, Don Callis and the Elite did not ruin the segment. Okay. Uh, Well, Callis comes out and says he's here to announce the fifth member of the BCC uh, that will slaughter Kenny Omega and the rest of the Elite. Then says Omega deserves everything coming his way. Omega's music hits as he makes his way down to the ring. He gets attacked by Moxley and Takahashita. Uh, and then we see the return of Pac. Pac is back. Throws a chair into his back, beats him down, grabs a mic, says Omega has no idea how long he's waited for this after Omega and the Elite shattered his nose bone. He reveals himself as the fifth member before he ascends to the top. Moxley and Takashita slide his head into a chair. Callus mocks Omega. Omega says the elite still has yet to reveal their fifth member. In a video package begins playing, revealing Buddha Abushi as the elite's fifth member. The Golden Lovers and Golden Elite are back. The Golden I love Elite. The end of this segment. Okay, with with the Golden Lovers. I think we all, I mean, Tanner has been calling for it for like the last 62 years. <laughs> we knew yeah. it was coming, but it was still great. You know, it was in the way they did it. We haven't seen Pac since, what, the best of seven, right? Yeah, in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we haven't seen this since, since the best of seven, but Pac does not, I'm sorry, the Pac does not fit in the BCC. He, do, he doesn't. He doesn't. 
it was such a letdown when they brought him in. I I, th- I think his style does, but I, he, he, well, no, no, he's a he's a high flyer, borderline luchador. But he's also a brutalizer. He's five foot seven. I know, but he, tomatoes, tomatoes. But, but but I will say something with Pack that's always bothering. Me. I think his talents. Unbelievable, but his ears bother you, don't it? It's his ears. No, no, not his ears. Because no, no, I don't. It, I, it's not his ears, but it's something I can't pinpoint. I just never have got into him. I don't know why. I just it's because he doesn't talk, and if he does talk, he can't understand you. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. I just something. I don't know. It just he's not a main event act to me. I just. I can I can I'm not disagreeing with you there at all. I'm not disagreeing that. Is he a main event act when he was with in a trios match or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And and this tells me he's not with the Death Triangle anymore. Yeah. How do you, how do you go from the Death Triangle to Claudio and Mox? It, it doesn't make sense. If you wanted to make money, oh, hold on. I shouldn't say that. They're making money. If you wanted to make even more money, there's only one guy that fit this realm, and that's Punk. I'm sorry. And when I sent you guys the 5-4 report, Sean Ross Sapp kind of explained more today. He thinks, from what he's been told, Punk said it like he'd be willing to do so, but they don't know how serious he really was. It was kind of more of a, I'm willing to play ball sort of thing. Hey, but. Here's, here's the deal. We we all can, people can come in and say, hey, I'll do this, do that. Right. When it comes down to it, the check writer tells you what to do. You're right. Okay. Um, but yeah. punk, punk wouldn't have made sense in this story, though. I guess the elite. But why would he, why would he side with the BCC when he's a face? Why would he side with Moxley when Moxley's the one who got his title when he got um, suspended, injured, injured? But it gives him it gives him a, a chance to come back against the elite, and then at the end when they go over, okay, he looks at Mox and says, "I owe you one. I owe you one. You could you could tie that in together so easily, or or even even if even if." Punk saves Moxley from taking the pin or taking the submission or whatever it is, and they go over and then he looks back and says, Mox, I owe you one, or you owe me one, you know, type deal. You could you could tie that in so smoothly. Yeah. We know what direction you'd go if you had the pencil. It's all yeah. Makes sense. The big thing is I don't use a pencil, I have a pen. <laughs> it's permanent. Um uh, Actually, the guy I thought it was going to be tonight was Chris Hero. I really did. I thought Tony's been hinting he's trying to get him in the company. He's got history with Claudio as a partner. I don't know how the crowd would have reacted to it, but I thought that would have been pretty cool. How far back do we have to go to see a Chris? There was a Chris Hero CM Punk match in ROA, right? Yeah, you got to go back for all of his stuff. He hasn't wrestled in a while. But was he? Was it a. What was he called in NXT? He wasn't called Chris Hero. It was um, start with an O. I'm trying not to look it up. 
I don't know. Wasn't so. it like Ono or something? I'm gonna look it up now. That's bothering me. There was an Ono, but Is he Japanese all of a sudden. <laughs> I, uh, what did he go by? Gosh, he's wrestled on a lot of pro. He was with the ROH from 05 to 12. Um, here we go. He was Apollo Ono. Yeah, I was right. Apollo Ono. That's the dumbest name ever. Or Ono. He was. It was a taken from Apollo Ono. It was Cassius Ono. Excuse me, Cassius Ono. Yeah. Majin beat you to the punch. Yep. That's what he's here for. <laughs> yep. Yep. All so. right. All right. So we're going to we're going to get our ratings in here real quick. And uh we'll we'll let the the champ go first. Tanner. I'm raising the one cuz I am the champ and I don't have my belt at Arms length. Oh, slacker! Belt above your head like I do. I, sh- I need yeah. to mount it because it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, has Paul ever had that thing? Like he never goes. Yes. Oh, I think he wanted uh, the last the ROH longest. one. Well, at one point before Shep came along, I was the longest reigning KOP you were. predictions champion. You were. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I could help change history. Yeah, thanks. I, I haven't I haven't done well since you joined. I really enjoyed tonight's show. I thought it was really good. I think AEW's clicking on all cylinders. I think professional wrestling right now is at a great spot. I think we're I think we're almost on the heels of another boom period. Professional wrestling, which I haven't been able to say in a long time. Eight seven. Wow. I really enjoyed it tonight. He said he was probably gonna be in the eights tonight. Yeah, it delivered. Man. It delivered on like yeah, Shep, before I let you go, so I can't be accused of just taking your guys' stuff, uh, I'm going 7-9. It was a good product, um, but I I just I can't get over that. I got to go talk to MJF because we're not going to let him have the flu thing, go to a commercial break, come back, and, hey, we're here like nothing ever happened. Um, I like the show. I thought it had some really good spots, some really good matches, but there were some things that just shit the bed, Fred. Um, I, I didn't, I mean, I gave a, some shows a lot worse um, with more star power. Uh, oh no. Uh, I'm, I'm all about tonight. Uh, I'm right at 7.4. Dang it. I still came in in the middle of you two. But next week with blood and guts and the blind tag team finals, it could. I I don't know. It takes I a lot break, to get into nines. Well, I, I mean, might break eight for the first time in a long look, time. Look, this it's 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 perfect. This is what we talked about earlier. We're gonna have a show next week that's pay per view worthy. Yeah, but the way TK has it set up, it's 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 not that way. I I can go fully aboard, and 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 I'm sure they're looking at a revenue aspect compared sure. to me looking at a a fan aspect. But I love it. We're getting a pay per view card for for free. We all pay for cable television, but anyways, we're getting a pay per view card on a regular weekly television show when we should pay thirty nine ninety nine or. 
forty nine ninety nine for this card next week. And what I love about Blood and Guts is going to be violent. You're going to have an end to this rivalry, but there's so many storylines within this match that can continue after the match. Um, yeah. And we get a debut of a big wrestling name we haven't seen wrestle in quite a while. Never seen him in AEW. Kota Ibushi. Who probably after next week's show will get the... the uh, Think we'll get the graphic? The graphic, yeah. We'll get the all-league graphic. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be interested to see if he does or not because he acted like he doesn't want to be tied down to one company, but he wants to do a lot with AEW. So. Well, yeah. hey, AEW gives you the freedom. Um, yep. I think Tanner sent it yesterday. We're going to see Jeff Hardy in Jeff freaking GCW. Hardy in GCW. GCW. Yeah. And is it the it's the Detroit show? Detroit, right? Night before SummerSlam, August fourth. So, I've watched that show before. That venue. It's tiny. Oh my gosh. It's stupid tiny. If I remember correctly, last year that was the venue that Kevin Nash showed up. Which I, I would bet you a dollar he was intoxicated when he took the mic. No, Kevin, yeah. not Kevin. And the fans are right on the ring apron. There's no opening. And again, I'm pretty sure that was Nick Wayne and Osprey in that. That match was stupid too. I'm pretty sure that was that that whole show in Detroit. So, and it's an old theater that they do it in. Some old movie theater or music theater or whatever. So what you're saying, Shep, is the Times Theater should host wrestling. (laughs) Uh, Well. (laughs) um, Sure. Right on the first federal stage. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I almost left Shep speechless there. I, I feel kind of... Well, Special. hey, I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about having some professional wrestling in our little town. Support the indies. Yep. Yeah, support the yep. indies. All right, so we're going to go in backwards order this time. So, Shep, you're up first. Who's your wrestler of the night? Hmm. My wrestler of the night. <laughs> See if Tanner gets yeah. mad. Look, I, I have the obvious choice. Yeah, you know I'm gonna go Nick Wayne. Yeah, I I think I've 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 actually had Nick Wayne as my wrestler of the choice before, like six months ago, before he even. <laughs> uh, my is my. Yeah. You're finally learning, man. I appreciate you. you. You're finally learning that that dude is a bad son of a buck. And for all of our audio listeners, who are you referring to there, Shep? That's Marty McSwirly. McSwirly. Our boy, our boy, Majin up in, I'm pretty sure he's in Canada, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. He finally recognized that Marty McSwirly is a living legend. Yeah, and Shep, he's drinking. Uh, he was drinking. He's drinking Molson, Molson Canadian dude, tonight. Hey, he said, "Hey, dude, I love me some Molson extra dry. Mm-hmm. Dude, that beer hits different. It hits different than what we get here in the states." And, and I should note, this is the last week for AW on their Canadian um, cycle Maybe. for time being. So, yeah, like, cycle. I mean, 
Never mind. I, just, <laughs> I, I didn't want to say tour. That's, don't even go there. <laughs> We're getting blood and guts next week. We don't, we don't even don't stop. Stop. And you're talking you about it. cycles. You said it, Tater, not me. Oh, man. It's almost like, hey, be sure to tune in to AEW SmackDown this Friday night. I mean, Tanner, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> hey, it's good to get them. them. Them guys did a hell of a tour in Canada. Let's they get did. Uh, you know. Yep. Uh, good for them. I thought they had some really, really hot crowds up mm-hmm. in Canada. Canada's always been a great professional wrestling uh, country, mm-hmm. territory, whatever the hell you want to call it. So, yeah. All right, Tanner, I'll be nice and let you go next. Thank you. Oh, who do I want to pick tonight? Oh, hey, we didn't talk about that dumb blonde doing the rap, did we? Oh, no, I skipped um, that for a reason. Thank you. Yeah, I missed that. I, I saw what yeah, she was I saying, but or... on all of our listeners, I, I didn't mean that derogatory towards a female. No. That was absolutely worthless. The QTV stuff's garbage. And, and let's let's get into that. Sorry, Tanner. You're think. good. Rabbit Go hole. Yeah, rabbit hole number 47. Why can't we... Careful with where you're portray, pointing there, Tanner. Why can't we portray QT as what he's being portrayed down in Mexico in AAA as a monster heel? And the stuff is great. The stuff we what? see on social media... With him and Pinta is awesome, freaking awesome. But yeah, he comes back to AEW, and we get this just dumb Billy Bob bullshit. But if you, because I know chances are you probably fast forwarded through that trying to catch up. It was dumb. Stupid. The video does show QT being that caliber of a wrestler, though, and. Yeah. You see him going over on Penta at that. Yeah, but they're they're spraying freaking banana. Like Aaron Solo is an idiot, absolute idiot. The only reason we know Aaron Solo is because he dated Bailey. He dumped her. That's the. I think she dumped. Uh, did him. she dump him? Yeah, I would hope so. Because, <laughs> because if Bailey got dumped by that jackalope, I'm sorry, Bailey. I I lost a lot of respect because I like Bailey, but um, sure you do, Shep. Hey, <laughs> look, I mean, Hobbs turned on them, so they got to try to make QT like a little strong, or it's not going to be believable that he can go against Hobbs. Yeah. But now they got this, they got Johnny Nitro, Johnny Elite, Johnny. Johnny TV. Johnny, Johnny TV. Johnny, Johnny uh, Casey's Pizza, Breakfast Pizza, whatever it is. They got a hell of a breakfast pizza. They do. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. It has too much bacon on it, but how can you have too much bacon? Yeah. Of course, he's not from the Midwest. He's from them, them uh, Long Islanders or East Coasters or New Yorkers or yeah. He hangs out with Big Bill. He hangs out with Big Bill and has a bunch of for real. No. So, anyways, I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's interesting when. We've seen that before in AEW, where AEW, the character's one way, and then they go into the indies or a different promotion and work, and they're totally different. Look at Archer. Mm-hmm. Monster Archer. in Japan, which he's finally oh. on Rampage this week. 
Speaking of, we got a little video package for Archer tonight that looked which was awesome, amazing. They, they showed him a Rev Pro. They showed him a New Japan being monstrous past month because he's finally he's going against Trent Friday night, so he's finally back on TV. And they're showing him as a monster. Okay, Tony, run with it this time. Every time we see Archer do something good, you go with it a little bit, then you pull it back. If he doesn't beat Trent in under five minutes, it's dumb. Hundred percent. That's nothing against Trent, but hundred percent. Yeah, and. I think I texted you guys this. I watched that two-day show. Independence Day show? Independence Day show. Archer is over. Yeah. He's over there. Like, you're talking cheers. Um, he's with that Alex Zane guy, the redheaded guy. He's over in New Japan. Um, yeah. Just, yep. That's, that's crazy stuff, man. Get him. Get Jake back. On the side, let's go. I don't even know, man. I don't even know if he, he probably doesn't need Jake, but I just want to see that. He doesn't need Jake, but yeah, yeah, but, but no, I, I was excited to see that he's gonna be on Rampage because I think he's another one they've really fumbled for a while. And I think you can actually portray him from what I saw him of that show, the New Japan show, you can maybe portray him as a face. Yeah, be a big son of a buck face. I mean, remember he did beat Moxley in that tornado or that Texas Death Match to win the yep. IWGP US title, and that. But besides that, we haven't really seen him do much in AW. I mean, he lost the TNT title to Cody in the first tournament during the Daily's place. But besides that, he hasn't done much. It's time. I love how we're no longer referring to it as the COVID period. It's the Daily's place era. Yeah, so much so much better because <laughs> COVID. Yeah, because yeah. because yeah. there was some good stuff then. It's just hard to go back and watch. Like I've tried here and there. I actually watched uh, uh, yesterday. Last night I went back and watched Brody Lee beat Cody for the TNT Championship because I just wanted to watch it again. That that was good stuff, man. It just it's just hard to watch just because of that era, and yeah, it's hard to watch stuff with Brody because what could have been. Yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. But. Yeah. All right, so Tanner, wrestler of the night. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think here. Um, trying to think what the, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go MJF. All right, all right. Uh, this is well, my favorite MJF. The way he's yeah. being a just a goofball. Yeah. Um. I'm, you know, Shep. I'm surprised you didn't pick your boy because he was technically on TV tonight. It was just in video game format. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, no, uh, I'm gonna go Sammy Guevara. I almost went there, just because I, I know I'm, I'm picking him a lot here lately. It seems like because this isn't the first time I've picked He's him. He's growing recently. on you again, isn't he, Paul? No, well, he never stopped, okay. but. I just I like the the mystery that's around him. You know, is he heel? Is he face? Is he JES? Is he solo? You know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing this story play out, and I hope it plays out before he takes time off when the baby's born. Right. I, I don't want to see this drag out that long, and then he comes back and goes, "Oh, by the way, in my time off, I had time to think. I'm done with the JES. I'm all about the people now." Yep. Because no, we've I, seen I, that way too many times. I get you. Yep. You're right. 
I got one more question for you guys before we uh, switch gears completely on the show and talk about a different promotion. And then I have some thoughts, too. But uh, what do you guys, or for one, what did you think of the FTR Bullet Club gold match from Saturday? Fantastic. I thought it was tag match of the year, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for AEW. Can't wait for this two out of three. Yes, it's going to be a banner, and so is Punk and Starks. And two, what's your opinion of Collision so far? I see a lot of people like it better than Dynamite. Um, I don't like it better than Dynamite. Um, it'd get better ratings for me the last couple of weeks. Um, but again, it's still new. They're still doing some different stuff on there to to dry, try to draw people in because of the fact that it's new. I mean, Tanner, when we first started watching AEW, we were like, oh, man, that was almost a 10 out of 10. And now we're like, eh. so I uh, good. We were so spoiled, far. too, though. Yes. But I, I will always say, like I say, when a new restaurant comes to town, give it six months. I'll see. It's got a different feel than Dynamite, which I like. I think it it's really, does. really good in ring. Um, he, he, here's the problem I see. I think it's been really, really good produced. Mm-hmm. Can't can't argue that. Mm-mm. But you're going th- to the what's the demo? Thirty-two to forty-five. Is that the demo right? Like, I can't, eighteen I to forty-nine. Eighteen to forty-nine is the big end. Okay. It's fine. 18 to 49. 18 to 49 year olds on a Saturday night. Right. We're going to DVR that. Yep. And watch it later. Yep. That's mm-hmm. why I did it Saturday. Yep. Yep. Okay. So on a Wednesday night, the 18 to 49 year olds are probably home. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a Wednesday night. Saturday night, they're out doing whatever they do. Right. So I think I think their ratings are going to be skewed because of of sure. the placement of the show. Sure. So and if you flip flopped had collision on Wednesdays and and dynamite on Saturdays, I still think it'd be the same. Right. Your ratings aren't going to change. Right. You know, basically you just change the name of your show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. so it's been interesting the reporting. You know, Warner Brothers doesn't really care about the number, but they want to see it top five. For programming on Saturday nights, which so far it's doing that. We'll see come college football. That's going to mix things up quite a bit um, here in, in a couple months, uh, here in two months. Um, but it's also been interesting. Uh, it sounds like everything's good backstage with Punk and everybody so far in collision. And Punk's taking his role as locker room leader and that this is his show pretty seriously. So, so far, so good. We'll see where it goes. So... Even more reason why he should have been the fifth member. Fair enough. Fair enough. Of all people, like, you know what? Bring in somebody from New Japan. Yeah, they could have. They could have. They, they, they had a lot of they had a lot of opportunity there. So now Majin's on it. He says, so what do you want to talk about? Well. With that being said. With that being said. So, what do you guys want to talk about? What do you guys want to talk about? Interesting segments. 
I guess uh, we're going to talk about Tanner's uncle's company. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, not my uncle, but we'll talk about the World Wrestling Entertainment, which have you guys sure. noticed they don't even call themselves that anymore? It's just strictly everything's WWE. They never, ever mention World Wrestling Entertainment anymore. Um, no. Anyways, it's kind of like KFC. You never hear Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's just KFC now. Although uh, it does say Kentucky Fried Chicken underneath it. It does. It does. Uh, WWE does not say World Wrestling Entertainment correct. under it anymore. Correct. I went down a rabbit hole the other day and watched KFC to WWE. I did. I love it. I love it. Which you remember when Dolph Ziggler dressed up as Colonel Sanders? Yes, oh, yeah. Jesus. It was a whole big thing. Everybody did. Uh but uh, fire promo, I thought out Cody Monday night. Mm-hmm. Cody is great. I he's so real with his words. I watched this promo, and all I can all all it brought up to me was they they shit the bed back in WrestleMania. I know he's scheduled for um, forty for forty in uh, Philly, Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Say Pennsylvania, I guess. Same state. Same state, whatever. I'm sorry, I don't think, and I'm sure he's going to finish the story, or God, I hope he does, whatever, but, man, I I don't think Philadelphia is where his dad would have finished the story, right? The NWA, NWA didn't run a lot in Philadelphia. You know, they were... Like when his dad was there, they they were more southern. Um, where was last year's show was L.A. Right? Yes, Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, I still I still think they should have done it then because of uh, yeah. the crowd, the hype. Um, I feel if they put the building in Philadelphia, it's. I'm sure it'll go over well. Don't be wrong, but it's it's not my cup of tea. I, I don't think this would happen. But my my dream scenario, how you can make Cody feel bigger than anything in the world of professional wrestling. I, I, I don't think I don't foresee this happening. But if if I had the pencil and I had all the money, could make everything happen. I get Dwayne to come back for night one of WrestleMania. And he confronts Roman ahead of time. I'm the head of the table. You're not until you beat me, blah, 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 blah. They wrestle night one with the belt on the line. Roman beats Dwayne. So, you know, he's officially the head of the table, with the family, everything. He's on top of the world. He just beat Dwayne Johnson. Night two, he faces Cody. Cody goes over. Roman takes the title off of him, finishes the story, just beat the guy who beat Dwayne. That would be the only way. I agree with you. Yeah. That'd be the only way it would justify him not going over last minute. I don't see it happening, but that would be like, okay, bravo. You guys know what you're doing. I'm an idiot for complaining last year. And are we having a two-day mania this year? Yeah, I think I think it's two days for Our next for year. Sam. I thing. think it's two days from now on. I think they love it, just like Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom is one day this year. Going oh, they, well, they have that event the night after. Excuse me. They, right. They've announced they only got one day, Russell King. Okay, well. I get up before him and full laundry, remember? <laughs> Your wife loves you for that. Uh, <laughs> I got to get bonus points somewhere. Yeah, you do. Uh, but 
I I mean, okay, so say they don't do that and Cody just goes over and they have just, you know, Roman only wrestles one night. Still big deal, but I don't know. I get he's fighting adversity. I get that. He's got to go over Brock at SummerSlam. Now, what kind of match stipulation are they going to have? Because they got to throw something on it, right? You can't just have another singles match. No, you, you, you haven't go over. You got two main pay-per-views yet. Yeah. And Survivor Series and Rumble. Oh, two after yeah, SummerSlam, yeah. We're going back to the big four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the other stuff you can you can right. rumble jumbo your way through. But you have Survivor Series and Rumble that mm-hmm. you still have to elevate him. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. Yeah. I I feel like Survivor Series, you have him uh establish a team to go against the um what do you call it? The chosen family or whatever. The bloodline. The bloodline. Even though they're shattered now. They're shattered. The chosen but, family. But you have Cody and the Usos. Yeah. Together versus Roman and Solo, and they they get a team together. You got you got uh, Sammy and uh, Kevin in there as well. That could go either way. Um, and then the Rumble. Uh, the Rumbles. You're gonna have a men's match, but you always have a championship match. During the Rumble, so I mean, because he won the Rumble last year. I don't yeah, know. you can't have him go back to back, can you? No, I don't. He, he divide. He just over the top, and if he does, he's got to enter number one. He entered number one and wins it. It justifies him. Or I guess right. Roman or, or or Solo if Solo still with Roman could cost him the Rumble. Well. Um, if if we're gonna build Cody up like they, I think we're gonna do right. He goes over Brock. We right. have a bloodline versus Cody thing at SummerSlam or Survivor Survivor. Series, and then you go into Rumble. The only way he justifies that to go into a Mania and have just as big as Mania as we could have had last year is he enters number one. Yeah. You, you can't have him enter number 15 or 29 and win. It just doesn't have the same effect as in entering number one. Cause I feel like they're going to probably pull the trigger on like Gunther in the Rumble, and he'll go after the world title, which yeah. still leaves open whatever the universal, blah, 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 blah whatever the hell they're calling that now. Unfortunately, in – your uncle's company. All we're worried about is somehow elevating Cody up here and how they're going to do it. Cause eventually you're going to pull the trigger on him. Right. Right. If they don't, then they're dumb, but whatever. Yeah. They're going to do it. Yeah, they are. They and, are. You know, let's not worry about Gunther and bangers and mash and all that stuff. <laughs> and basically for people who miss this promo Monday, he said that him and Brock are going to, he challenged Brock to a, a match at SummerSlam. There's no stipulation or anything, but he said the winner of it, whoever comes out of the cloud of dust pretty much is going to be gunning to finish the story. It's pretty much the gist of it. And, and, and I feel like Brock is, is on his way out. Probably. Okay. I like the new Brock we've had of late. Mm-hmm. I like the cowboy hat Brock. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Um, and he knows. So, yeah, no, I, I, 
I really think Cody goes over SummerSlam. Brock rides off in the distance, maybe makes a couple of appearances down the road. Right. Um, I could I could see Brock all of a sudden coming out of nowhere saying, "Hey, you beat me two out of three, basically. I'll be on your team at some or at Survivor Series." That would be interesting because Cody trust him because last time when they were supposed to team up was when Brock turned. So yeah, yeah that'd be interesting yeah. wrinkle. Yeah. But I mean, you know, as it's going right now, you could have it be, if nothing else, Cody, Sammy, KO, Usos. There's your five. And I and I like this scenario too because I think eventually for his journey to forty work, you got to get him over to SmackDown, where yeah. he's in Reigns territory all the time. Yeah. Well, even if, if if Paul's correct on that team with Cody, you know you got Solo Roman. Yeah. Brock. Brock. There's, I mean, there's still a couple other spots to be filled, but you you could you could make all of a sudden Valor and Priest Brock. A, uh, a a ally together and mm-hmm. and the the confrontation those two could have together could be very entertaining as well. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. I w- I will give WWE this like I've ripped them in the past, and one reason I was about stopped watching pro wrestling until AEW came along and kind of saved my interest was because it was getting so predictable for me. Cody's story is not too predictable as of how he's gonna get to Mania. Right, I mean, right. There, there was times before AEW. I'm, I remember, I literally only watched the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. all I watched. Yeah. Um, and then AEW kind of changed that. Yeah. You know, yep. I started, I started getting back into that. I started watching New Japan. I started watching Independence. I'm going, man. There's a lot of stuff out here that really entertains me. So, not not dogging on the WWE product, but there's a there's a lot of loopholes or nitpicking we can do. And hey, we're fans, we're paying fans because we yep. pay for this stuff. Yep, and we can say it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I will say I enjoy stuff with Cody because I'm a big Cody fan, and, and well, I yeah. I can't I can't say anything bad about the Bloodline story. It's been amazing. But besides that, I don't care for a lot of the stuff they're doing right now. But those two things, no. thumbs up to Trips and and, and and Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, he used his uncle's full name. Well, he's got to. I mean, they're family now. I don't want to be in the doghouse this week. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't want to hear those two words that Vince is known for. You're fired. <laughs> you know, I'd rather, that's good shit, pal. It's good shit. He's even getting pretty good at the impression <laughs> of him, too. Man. You know, for a guy that uh, doesn't smoke. Yeah. He's got a really deep voice. So. Yeah, he does. Yeah. All right, boys. So we got anything else we want to touch on before we get out of here? I thought you did, Paul. I don't have anything else in the holster, but I thought you had something loaded up. Well, I, I, I mean, yes. And this goes back to AEW. All right, so if we're going to bring in the Golden Lovers and we're going to call the Elite the Golden Elite again, mm-hmm. I already see where this is going in my mind. What we should see happen is, you know, the Golden Lovers, Bullet Club Gold, the right to keep the name Gold in the name. Just something fun, one-off, you know, forces 
a story that we haven't seen in America. We've seen the Bullet Club versus the Elite before, but this would get it in America. This would put a newer spin on it, have just two on two instead of, you know, the big brawl. I think it could be fun. I agree. I think there's a lot of opportunity to bring guys in to represent or go against Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. I think it's two on two, but um, the Bullet Club on national television is fairly new. Okay. And not saying ROH wasn't on national television, but they were on some late night television. Yeah, when you're on Sinclair broadcasting at yeah. eleven or midnight. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the Good Brothers, who I think are still with WWE, they are. They still do crap mm-hmm. with them. Stupid of them, twice, twice uh, they fell for I, it. I don't know the last time they've been on television. Yeah, but AJ talks about them from time to time. That's about all they get, apart from a passing glimpse. Yeah, I mean. Besides that, I mean, there's a huge opportunity for the Bullet Club in New Japan and AEW to create that. And I mean, the Bullet Club's a great name in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool logo, cool merch. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity there. there really I, I thought it was interesting for Ben Dory. We didn't get any Bullet Club. Action. We, I mean, with the with the original Bullet Club in, in Japan with David Finley and all those guys, none of them were here. Jay White and Juice weren't a part of it. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Which I, I think Jay and Juice have been awesome. Juice is so entertaining. My God, that guy's hilarious. Um, which your boys keep the title Saturday night, or is Bullet Club Gold getting the gold on them? No, they keep the title. Keep the titles. Yeah, I. I I think it'll be a great match. Obviously, I think it's going to go one-to-one and then down to the final pin. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a great, great match. I think you you, you talked about tag match of the year. Um, I think these guys put on a 20-minute, 25-minute just just expedition of a show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for Saturday's collision. That and then I think uh, calling now Starks over Punk. Punk puts him over. Mm-hmm. It'd be that's, big for Ricky. That's that's huge. Yep, that's I, huge. Yep i I would be I'd be surprised if it doesn't happen. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Now, I could I could I could get on board with though Ricky going over there if he, if they do it the right way. I think they got to make him happy. Uh, Ricky is one I could see jumping when his contract's up because he's close with Cody, and I, I think he's a talent WWE could use. I think he kind of that style they like. And he's already been backstage. Yeah. So so take MJF out of the picture. Who's more uh, charismatic than Ricky? Nobody. Charismatic. No, nobody. Swerve maybe, but he's not going back. Nah. Yeah. He's charismatic, but he doesn't talk very good. Right. Or he doesn't talk enough. Right. I want to say he's, he's right. lost in that, but, man, Ricky has that charisma to him, right? hmm Yeah. Somebody's got to jump sooner or later um, when their contract's up, which 
I know that, well, this guy I don't think will end up there, but I did see today that w, or w, AEW did not reinstate uh, Brian Pillman Jr.'s contract. He's done. Yeah. 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 There, and there was a lot of social media beef with him. Yeah. Yeah. And it, we, I don't know his real story. I know we watched Dark Side of the Ring with his dad in there, and they portrayed him to be a pretty good dude. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff that came out afterwards that said, you know, Junior's got his own problems. But right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So. I did not like him as the as the varsity blondes. Um, there was a Cincinnati show that Mox put him over. Yeah. But then after that, we never really saw him. Never really saw him. So. Nope. And one last thing, I was listening to uh, what happened when Conrad and Tony Schiavone the day they were talking about '98 Great American Bash. Before they got into that, they were talking about Eddie winning over in Japan. Uh, Tony called Eddie his favorite wrestler of all time today, and said he doesn't see that change until the day he dies. Of all time, Eddie Kingston's Tony's favorite. Thought that was big praise. Pretty cool. Yeah. He really. So, likes so Eddie. are we going to start getting? So, I mean, if if he's Tony's favorite, are we going to start getting, it's <laughs> He could. After Sting retires, he's got to go to somebody. <laughs> uh, good stuff. I, I'm out of topics unless shit. you guys good have shit. anything. That's, that's good shit, pal. Good shit, Tanner. <laughs> I don't have anything else, Chip. Do you have anything else before I start wrapping this here? I think you should wrap it up until I think of something different. Yeah, I'll be halfway through the rap. The music will be playing, and you'll be like, oh, by the way. All right. Oh, check out kickingoutshop.com for all of your kicking out uh, merchandise. Uh, Support a great podcast. Look great doing so. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcasts, Leave us that five-star review because we are that five-star KOP. You threw me off, Tanner. You got up and got the belt. I didn't know what was going That's on. That's what I do, man. <laughs> oh, you can't be doing that, man. Be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to follow your KOP Predictions Champion at Tanner Lee 92 Follow Austin Shepard at the Shep 27 and be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman921. And with that, for Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as Shep gives you chops and we uh, we kick out yet another podcast. <laughs>